Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 843, air date November 28th, 2020. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Hope you're all well. It is, what is today? Saturday morning. The 28th. Uh, it's around Saturday morning, the uh, 28th, a couple of days after Thanksgiving. We're going to wait until until people join us. But we have a very interesting uh, uh, set of things we want to share with you today. We'll wait for people to join. Again, this is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm from my home in Belmont, Massachusetts. And we have a bunch of our volunteers from our campaign here, our Shiva for Senate campaign. And we're actually running a, you know, in the, uh, there used to be a time, I think people used to run the home Tupperware party. So we're running a home election fraud party where we're bringing together people to actually, uh, in, in our communities, and we're encouraging all of you to do that so you become more active citizens on how to actually detect election fraud in your local, local towns and cities. You don't have to be watching CNN and Fox News and getting involved in the drama. You can actually do something in your own home. So a previous video I did was called, called How to Detect Election Fraud for Dummies. Quote, unquote, dummies. No one's a dummy. But, uh, but the goal here is to uh, teach you that you can actually do this and, bring, and make it a community event. So as people are coming in, we're having people coming in from, uh, uh, okay, people are coming in. Thank you. Everyone's saying, and by the way, here are some of the people working here. You can see these are some of our volunteers who've shown up here in the morning here around our dining room table here, and we'll talk about what we're doing. There's Kristen. And uh, our goal is really today to teach you how you can do this. And it's a really community building exercise because if you think about it, democracy really begins, uh, all politics is local, the democracy begins in your local uh, town or city. But it's clear that given what's going on, uh, there's one side which doesn't believe election fraud's taking place and another side uh, is out there talking about it, but a lot of that's becoming dramatic and very theatrical. And what we wanted to do here is really to talk about the real election fraud, which you can uh, help detect in your own uh, towns and communities. Someone's saying, please speak slow. Hello from New Jersey. Okay, we will speak slow. <laughs> uh, North Carolina, good to have you. Hi from Illinois. Good to have you. And um, so anyway, again, we have, as you can see, our a um, lot of great people here are working away looking through papers where we're actually counting the actual uh, votes um, that we really got from the town. So I'll explain um, this all to you. The theory is very, very simple. If you, I'm gonna share my screen here. I'm gonna do a screen share here. I talked about this before, you can go see another uh, video on it, but here's a very, very simple theory on it. If you look at this uh, uh, simple um, slide here, in your local town or your local city, there's a voting system. Most voting systems are electronic these days. Um, the hand count thing is slowly going away. I'm becoming a bigger and bigger proponent, even though I'm a scientist and a technologist of technology, I think we need to go back to hand counting. But regardless, in these voting systems, when uh, you go, a number, let's say X number of people, in this case I'm saying P number of voters go into that town to vote. So let's say there's 100 people go to vote. That's called the people who actually participated in that election, called the participating voters. So let's assume that's a number P. So that's how many people went in to the town to vote. Those could have, those could have been people who did uh, votes through mail-in ballots, people did early voting, uh, uh, you know, absentee, people came to the polls, or what are called provisionals, people who suddenly came in, uh, but they weren't actually registered. So you have X number of people coming in to vote. And then the number of votes should be the actual uh, votes that they cast. 
Okay, so the people coming in could be Democrats, could be Republicans, could be independents, um, could be people who are members of other parties. The votes could be, let's say, in the presidential race, people voted for Trump, people voted for Biden, people did a write-in, people who didn't vote for either Trump or Biden. That's called a blank vote, or it's known as an undervote, or people who may have inadvertently circled both Trump or Biden. That's called an overvote. So that total number of votes should equal the number of people came in, right? So, so however, um, it, the reason I have not ever conceded my Republican primary race, and the reason I have a lawsuit to stop the certification of the entire Massachusetts U.S. Senate race is that when we did this before, we issued public records requests, and I'll show you how you can do that, to about uh, 15 towns. We found out in every the seven of the cases where they actually gave us back the data, the others are violating law by not giving it to us, but that's, that's again, another issue. But what you notice here is the participating voters is in the second column here. So, for example, Boston, according to their own records, had 142,911 uh, participating voters. But look at the number of ballots that were cast, 14725. So the excess number of ballots is 4,114. More votes than voters. I'll repeat that, more votes than voters. So this is why we know fraud took place. This is a way that you in your own community can detect election fraud, okay? But this is really the concept. Again, you don't need to uh, get theatrical and dramatic about it. It's not about, I mean, uh, whether China or Venezuela or some Serbian guy in some basement was involved, that can be one issue. But this is something you can find in your local towns. Because remember, all politics is local. And in my view, all fraud is also local. So that's something everyone can do in their own homes. Now, what I'm going to share with you is I, we also made it easy for everyone to actually uh, follow a process to do this. So as a part of that, if you go to the website, vashiva.com slash, and I'll bring up the website right here, vashiva.com, and you just look for um, this link, and you can find it right off the front page of vashiva.com, how to expose election fraud. I've laid out the steps here, and you can follow it. And um, let me go right here. And if you go right into this, you'll find the steps you can do is you can do it via email or via paper. We actually, today, we issued public records requests and they actually sent us paper. But the bottom line is you, you find the email address of your town clerk, you open up your email system, put the town clerk's email address in the to field. Then you in the subject line, you put public records requests for participating voters, list and ballots cast. And then you can literally cut and paste the text that I've already created for you. It's, and in the text, it says, I would like to formally request the following two items. You're asking for two items. One is you want the list of the participating voters, which is what right now, everyone right here is working on. People, we actually got the participating voters list. As you can see, Kristen's working on it. Caitlin's working on it. Um, there's Brandon and Susan and Jerry. They're actually going through the participating voters list we got from this public records request. So, um, so the so the first information we're asking for is a pub, the information, what's called the list of voters. Please provide me the list of voters, those who participated in the recent November 3rd elections. Now, they should just give it to you in Excel, but uh, we know that the Secretary of State Galvin here in Massachusetts is a very corrupt guy. He probably called up all the towns and <laughs> told us to send us paper, kill a lot of trees, but that's okay. The, the second thing is um, they're supposed to give you the actual ballots cast list, which is right here. And this is a document that we're asking them to provide 
which is a total number of ballots cast. And then you can say sincerely, you can also do this face-to-face. -face. We have a PDF file. You can take the printout to your local town hall and you can do it that way. So there's two ways you can do it, okay? And you can find this link to do that. But the bottom line is that you can actually uh, do this in your local town. And what we did was we issued, I think we issued what, 315 public records requests, right guys? We sent out 315 of the emails. Yes, that's what we did, okay. And we did it through email. And what the towns did, as you can see right here, is they sent us back all this paper, okay? All this paper, and we have tons and tons of it. Some of them sent us boxes. And uh, let me actually open one for you. Uh, so if you, if I open, uh, let's see, one of these. So this is what they sent them in. So it says, for example, this is from the town of Great Barrington. You can see that, okay? And it's from the town clerk. So I'm going to open this up now. And when I open it, um, um, you know, again, they could have sent this in an Excel spreadsheet. And I'm a little bit surprised that they didn't, but we have a bunch of them. That's what we call our volunteers and uh, great people here to help out. So, for example, you see what this letter says uh, right here. This is a letter from the town clerk. And it says, this is a list of all write-in votes, all ballot images of the, the write-in votes. There are no records uh, responsive to your request, which means Massachusetts is deleting ballot images. The cast vote records report. I have no response response to that they're deleting the cast vote records which are coming from the ballot images list of all participating voters okay please see the enclosed voters check out lists for the four precincts so this is what they've sent us look what they've sent us here they've literally sent us this much paper a lot of paper here with the participating voters the check marks are literally those people who voted in those towns so literally um kristen you're actually this reviewing the check marks right yeah these there's four packages from just this one town of this many right yeah. so so we have to do the jobs of these towns which should have just simply sent us the the counts okay but they make it difficult because they don't want us actually detecting election fraud so we're literally going to go count up all those checks the list here all the people are eligible to vote in that town and the checks are the people let me just it right here if you want to see it the checks are the people who actually voted in that town. So we're literally adding up all those checks for every town and that'll generate the list of people actually voted, the participating voters. Then we're gonna go check how many votes were actually cast. So it's very simple, everyone can do this. Um, uh, this makes you an active citizen. Jerry, what are you working on? Which town are you doing? Uh, I'm doing Ergmont and I'm uh, adding up all the, uh, because it's all hard copy and it's we're just going line item by line item and adding it up. I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, you know, there's there's three two things they say you're not supposed to see being made sausage and legislation. Well, the third thing is is voter fraud. That's that's what this all is right here. It's ridiculous. And Susan, which town are you doing? You want to look right? Jerry, can you head back so that people can see yeah. Susan? You just did Plimpton. How many voters did you find in Plimpton? What's the count? I haven't tallied it. Okay. So so you just tallied it. Brandon, which one are you doing? Uh, town of Bear. You want to look at the camera? You guys can get yeah. some flowers? Yeah. Got a Bible over so he's got Barry, <laughs> which is a town in Western Mass, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Central Mass. Central Mass. Central Mass. Caitlin, where, which one are you doing? Hello. I have, I have the town of Longmeadow. Um, this is only the package uh, four or five. So Longmeadow has quite a few. 
Okay, great. And Kristen, which one are you doing? So I'm doing huh? Long Meadow, I'm but I finished it. already uh, this town double checking uh, Akina. 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 Okay, great. And so, we found uh, 352 voters. Okay, so what Kristen's found is she's found 352 voters who actually voted in Akina. Then we need to go. You can actually go online and you can look at how many votes were cast in Akina. So that's what we're going to be doing. But anyway, I want to encourage everyone. Um, to you know, be an active citizen. Uh, you can host one of these parties in your home, order it, bring them in. But I think one of the most uh, opportune times right now is in the middle of all this chaos for us to come together as communities, for us to come together as people and build a bottoms up movement. That's what this is all about. Uh, the politicians aren't gonna do anything, the lawyers aren't gonna do anything, and surely the talk show hosts aren't gonna do anything. They want drama. It's only us working people who have to get active so we are expanding, as you know, our Shiva for Senate campaign. There's a T-shirt that Jerry has, an older T-shirt. But we're expanding our T-shirt, uh, not our T-shirt, but our campaign to a movement for truth, freedom, and health. And those of you who are interested in participating in that, I encourage everyone to go to vashiva.com um, slash join. Uh, and if you go to vashiva.com slash join, I'm going to go there. Um, we're, uh, our goal is to educate you, you and the broad community about the dynamics of political movements. We need to understand what these systems are. Then we need to understand how, when we start organizing, how distractions come in our way to throw us off. We need to understand that it's only a bottoms up movement that's always worked, which means everyday people not relying on mainstream media, not relying on existing, you know, the, the, the power structure. We need to also recognize there's something called the not so obvious establishment. But most importantly, we need to understand the interconnections between truth, freedom, and health. At 11 a.m., is it 11 today? At 11, I'm hosting a, a workshop. Everyone's uh, welcome to come. You can support the movement. Anyone who supports the movement, we offer people workshops, uh, educational material. And I'm just going to share that with you. If you go to, uh, let me share that with you. And uh, if people go to vashiva.com slash Shiva to join, you can join the movement. And it basically says, welcome to the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Our movement is the only political force that will destroy the establishment or to return power back to you, the working people. If you're wondering how you can help, the first step is to raise your own political consciousness, to understand the dynamics of systems, and to learn the proven mechanisms to liberate, or liberate ourselves so we don't make the same mistakes over and over again. Weaponize yourself with the ultimate education and join our army of leaders for truth, freedom, health. Begin your education by watching this video. If you watch the video, I lay out, you know, the broad topics. You can join the community. It's absolutely free. Uh, I'm putting up more videos. We're doing more specific lives for our community so you can learn and take it out. And then the workshops, anyone who supports the movement, um, you can also participate in these workshops. So please take advantage of this. Go to vashiva.com slash join. And uh, that's what we're doing. Anyway. Everyone enjoy yourselves. Have a great weekend. And everyone say goodbye. Bye. Bye, everyone. All right. Our people are working away hard here. But thank you, everyone. Have a good morning. Bye-bye.